0: Are you a small business owner, a trader, a school owner, a federal civil servant, a Lagos or a do civil servant, a farmer or a farm supply merchant? Do you need a loan or wish to fix your money for a high yield interest? Talk to us today and get your loan in less than 24 hours. Visit our website on www.lapo-nigeria.org or call us on 0813-984-0230. Email info at lapo-nigeria.org.
1: Globally, businesses and corporations are faced with challenges that requires fresh thinking on strategy, leadership and governance to survive. The ANCHOR is a program designed to help organizations and individuals to be skilled in handling challenges. Join Dr. Osara Emokai, a development economist and a corporate strategist, for this interactive, informative, educative program.
0: I welcome everyone to this edition of the ANCOR. The title of this episode is Introduction to Paradigm Shift as a Dimension of the Anchor." Introduction to Paradigm Shift as a Dimension of the ANCOR. The panelists today are Mr. Ebitebepina and Mrs. Osai Mopai. With COVID-19, the way the world runs has totally changed. The mode of doing things changed and most have changed forever. And my counsel to everyone is to recognize that so many things have changed that are irreversible. And so we must develop a mindset to accept this change so that we'll have a good outcome in our lives. As again, rejecting this change with an outcome that may not be particularly pleasant. We will be talking about paradigm shift, and uh, at that concept carries a condition that saves organizations at such a time like this so paradigm shift in some way become a soft anchor become a soft anchor so if you have the anchor as a paradigm you know a soft you have you have the anchor as the grand paradigm anyway then of course you are looking at digitalization and you're looking at all those things and you want to begin to look at changes the way things are done, changes in our thought process, changes in our mind. To be able to take advantage of the times and seasons we are in, we will actually be dwelling and delving into that very important concept of paradigm shift. Some people will use different terms for it. It doesn't really matter what term you use for it. What is the point to recognize? That things are changing and they are changing in a way that may never return to the same. I have had people talk about post COVID, that it will bounce back. Whoever says that uh is not fully understanding the momentum of what is changing. That it will bounce back. Bouncing back means you return. To the old time. Whereas, what is expected in this paradigm shift is actually bouncing forward. But you're moving onto entirely a new domain. You are moving on to a new season and it requires a new thinking process. I won't before I go into because it goes to actually going to some intellectual depth on this. But before that, for everything, no matter intellectual, we see they are often conditioned by what is not seen. And that is spiritual. And that is why I want to share a few few scriptures before I begin to move into the intellectual depth of this concept. I want to start from this very book of wisdom, Proverbs 23, which says, As a man kept in his heart, so is he. So, if the way you think defines who you are, The way you think defines who you are. So if you think of defeat, that's who you are. If you think that doing church is physical, that's who you are. you remain there. And at some time, nobody will come near you. If you think that you want to build a ministry without walls, that's who you are. And that ultimately defines the outcome of your ministry. It defines the outcome. I want to invite uh, Ms. Osama by right now, you know, so I know she will have some perspective to this and uh, take a few scriptures.
2: Yeah, just like he said um, in Proverbs 23, where he said, as a man in his heart, so he is. We also want to look at Psalm 51, verse 10, where he said, create in me a new heart. And so that will become a shift paradise sheet for everyone. When a new heart is created, in you you think otherwise. You shift from the fist mindset to a new mindset, a changing mindset to adapt to what is uh, uh, good for the season. Uh, uh, we we'll, we'll also look at uh, uh, not stagnant. No, not like he said. You are not bouncing back. You are bouncing forward. Bouncing back, you may not recover where you were. <laughs> like uh, in the time of David, they said everything was taken away. The houses were destroyed. It means you are going back to those things that were destroyed. No, you are bouncing forward. You are going to be getting uh, something better. Like our G.O. Will, will say. We'll say a new beginning. A better new beginning. So we look at what uh, Apostle Paul said here in uh, Philippians chapter 3. If you just take verses 13 and 14, say, brethren, I can't myself not to have attained. That is not to have achieved maybe a lot or even anything. Because he's looking forward, he's looking for more achievement. And in verse 14, say, I pressed forward. You remember what you said, I hope somebody's pressing the button now. The lift is going up. So We are, the partnership is taking us to a different level, a higher level where you press the button and the button takes you up continuously, not stopping. And so you are going to a higher level. And uh, when the minds are renewed, the spirit is uh, renewed, then you align with uh, things happening now and then you forget the past and press forward.
0: Mm. So I thank you so much, you know, uh, talking about Philippians there. I love that scripture, particularly because you know it's actually you know two-legged. One, failures of the past is gone. Even successes of the past gone. I need now to move to a new paradigm. There are new things, new benefits, new opportunities. You need a new way of thinking to be able to handle new things. So, and that is, I I just love that. You know, a renewed spirit. renewed spirit is about moving from one spirit to another. From one that is negative, more than not, from one that is negative and poisonous to one that is positive and edified. It's moving from passion to purpose. You see, I you all hear it in terms of when because we're talking about paradigm shifts and looking at it as a dimension of the anchor. And you see people saying, oh, I just do what I'm passionate about. I just, I'm just so passionate. If what you are passionate about does not provide solution to anything, you wasted your life. Mm-hmm. Whatever you are passionate about, or work within your purpose. To be able to make a difference, to bring to a point of significance, once that is out of it, oh, my passion is to dance. And that dancing doesn't really do anything. It does not put money in your pocket it does not really entertain anybody and you like dancing to yourself you wasted your life so in a paradigm shift so if you been in that kind of dysfunctional state you now not need to move from that dysfunctional state to begin to work in purpose when you are working in purpose you provide solution you provide value value what does value do when you give value to people, you get a return. In law, they call it consideration. You know, offer, acceptance, consideration. For those who, who do a bit of some law, if you do business law, the little I did uh, while in university. So, moving from using physical weapons, for instance, I want to just take a bit deeper now. Physical weapons of warfare to singing in 2nd Chronicle 20 was a paradigm shift in warfare. So what was known in warfare was using guns, whether they were day guns, using knives and all that. But then a time just came in the life of some people in the ancient times and they just went singing. What did happened during the way they were singing? These were a people, they had at least three nations ganged up against them. Three nations. Marcia, whatever. There are three nations ganged up against these people. There was no way they could defeat these three group of nations or even more with physical weapons. What did they do? They began to sing. What they were, they were singing choruses to God. And so there was that confusion in the camp of all those enemies. One began to use javelin to kill the other, the other one killed the other, or the last one killed the last one. That is paradigm shift. When you have that kind of mind understanding that the way of doing things change to a new way that bringing better outcome, that's paradigm shift. And begins to anchor the way you do things in life. Now let me also show you another one. Walking in faith rather than on facts is a paradigm shift. Do you know people want to tell oh, somebody died somewhere. This will happen somewhere. They then Oh, my own. Or in my family, people already died before the age of 50. People already died before. That Those are the facts. But you can choose a mindset of faith as against facts. And what of first say is an evidence of things so for. Evidence of things not saying. You know, it's a proof of what you hope for. And so what do they hope for? I am trusting God that although my father died at 20, my mother died at wherever, but I'm working in faith that me, I won't die at 100. It's a paradigm shift in your thinking process, and that then defines the totality of your life. So, when you talk about paradigm shift, you know, these are they are simple things, of course. We can also show you some deep intellectual dimensions to this. But for for a Christian, and that is why I encourage people, it doesn't matter how your parents were, it doesn't matter how your mother was, when you look at the new Team, Biden team going to rule America, for instance. Now, this young lady, whose mother came from India with the husband, and they came in there. I think she's going to be the chairman of the, you know, the treasury team, whatever. I said when well, they then came four years after that, they came. They were divorced, and the mother then said maybe they should go back to India because there's no way the mother could sustain two children no job, no skill. But as they were thinking of going back to India, recognizing recognized that in India there's a stigma to divorce. And so the mother said, I will fight it out. The mother went to school. Evening school. I will fight it out. And the mother mother, then moved to the middle class. And then these children moved to the middle class. And today, the daughter, is now going to be Secretary of State. So, 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 and um, and you then see that. So, you see that in the area of moving from facts, you know, to faith is a paradigm shift. The next item, before I call in my discussants to come in, I want to just lay this this uh, small foundation. Moving the philosophy of works to observing mosaic law to grace as a human source of strength and salvation in a uh, dispensation is a paradigm shift so when you move from works to grace when you move from the torah to grace it's a paradigm shift and so it begins to anchor your faith and your hope so the entire christianity is anchored on paradigms that are shifted and changing on a regular basis. That is why in Psalm 37 verse 20 it indicates that the source of enduring wealth formation is righteousness. That is a paradigm shift. Because people believe in crooked ways to get rich. But paradigm means if you live a life of righteousness, you are rich. That is a paradigm shift. That is why in Psalm 37 verse 20 it indicates that the source of enduring wealth formation is righteousness. This is against the popular worldview notion of our labour. Send said that labor, how much hard labor I do. When you move on that grace, it's not the hardness of the labor, that is what, it's grace. So our thought process defines who we are and it is often based on the worldview that we
1: hold. Concord Security Services provides impeccable security services to its diverse clients, from banking to telecoms, from international examination institutions to big restaurants. Our emphasis on the use of cutting edge technology to provide solutions to prevalent security challenges gives us a competitive urge in the industry. Our array of services include man guarding, CCTV, parameter fencing, full body scanners, metal detectors, VIP protection, escort services, due diligence, and event security. We offer extensive trainings to our security personnel to improve their physical fitness, mental alertness, and exceptional skills in managing complexity at our two training centers in Ed John School of Management and in Elasa office. Engage our services today and let us give you peace of mind. Concord Security and Protocol Services Limited is located at 25 Abiyakuta Street off Beliat Bostop, Elasa Maja. Oshodi Apapa Expressway, Lagos. Telephone 0805 or 0805 Send a mail to info at concordsecurityng.com or visit our website at www.concordsecurityng.com.
0: Mr. You know, now to break down, we're talking about partnerships and giving some examples, the scriptures, but I want you now to, to, to find, define what really is paradigm, you know, what really is paradigm? At least we are not like putting cats before the horse, so what is paradigm? You want to speak on that because you as a professional, working across different companies, Thank you,
3: sir. So there are different, um, several uh, definitions of paradigm. And I just want to uh, zero in on three. Uh, the first one is, that is a widely accepted example, belief, or concept. An example of paradigm is evolution. An example of paradigm is the earth being spherical. The second example I want to look at, that it is a world view. The third example, and I'll have one definition to read more, is that it's a philosophical and theoretical framework of any kind. And the last one, it it is how each and every one of us see the world at a particular time. And consequently, what we believe and do in the line with our thought process, perception.
0: Okay. So what we are saying there is that uh, I think just uh, in defining that maybe it maybe it's a little more simplification. You see, some people call it lenses that we use to see the world, you know? I'm wearing glasses now. So, you will see the kind of glasses I'm using. If I were using a dark shade, how do I see my sister? If I'm using this, how do I see? So, paradigm then becomes the way you see people. So, lenses used to view our world, you know? Uh, for instance, those in business, how do they see how business can be fair to everyone? They will tell you, you the stakeholder theory. Some people will then say, how will you be fair to those who brought the money to do the business? They say, you the shareholder theory. So it has a word without the lens you are using. You see that Biden, another, because I spoke about the stakeholder theory. Um, lens, and the shareholder lens, and I was going to talk about, just the is about Biden is already receiving security briefings, even when the man who is the president there now is yet to accept the faith. What does that mean? That is America is looking with the lens of institutions. No strong leaders. So but there are those in the time of churchy they were not talking about institutions, they were talking about strong leaders. And of it like I'm strong leader. So strong leaders and Trumpism, the way it is captured, the way it's passive, is about strong leaders. Is a, a difference in paradigm. Strong leaders are institutions. Okay, another one is Christianity versus paganism. If you see the world through paganism, you will always be killing cock and lay a cock and goat or to whatever it is. If you still believe in Judaism, you still believe in all those kind of blood sacrifices. But I'm like Christianity. It's a different the paradigm has changed. It's a new paradigm. In other words, it's grace. It moves from sacrifice physical to grace. And also the issue of. Scarcity mentality to a mentality. Now let me come, to this, Madam, uh, to tell us about shift. Now we will be trying to look at paradigm. Then there's the second leg of the paradigm shift. So what really is shift? What do we mean when we talk about shift?
2: Shift in a nutshell, or basically, or bringing it to the literal level, is like moving something from one place to the other changing the position of a particular thing to another position. And that new position is usually a better position, not just for convenience, but something that will give you a better output. And we always say that what is constant is change. And so when we are talking of shift, we are talking of change. Changing from one place or one position to another, or changing from one person to another for the purpose of getting the best output, and not just getting something as usual. If for instance, we want to talk of numbers, you are talking of who is the man that is going to be there that will give you 100% instead of 99 or 90%. If you are talking of output, you are talking of maybe bottles of some uh, drinks. Uh, if you were getting like about uh, 40 before, you want to move it now to about 80. You need another leader there so that is what we are talking about when we are talking of shift. You are shifting uh, maybe equipment, you are changing equipment, you are changing manpower. you are even changing uh, location. For instance, we'll be talking of uh, things that you are going to do away with because of uh, what we have not been exposed to because of technology, the di- di- digitalization. So you are not going to be needing a lot of accommodation anymore where you have one man using a big office, and you have chairs that are never used whether in the church or in the company where you work now you are just left with your either your handset your telephone for a lot of things or you are using your laptop so you have your meetings <laughs> instead of having chairs around you and so that is why we are talking of this shift that people are still saying no until all the family members come come together in no, one room and then we shout at each other we drop uh, whatever virus at each other, it's not going to be the same again. And so I remember in the 90s, somebody in South Africa would tell us that when they're doing some work and when they don't finish at their time, they send it to Canada. I didn't understand until this digital thing started coming up and I started knowing what they were talking about. It's just you giving them the concept and then they make something out of it so when we are talking of shift, coming back to what we are talking about is moving from one thing to the other position of people thank you thank
0: you now you, uh, maybe you want to tie together now uh paradigm shift so to now say uh, bring it together so you can you cannot you know in a more, more additional mm-hmm. yes.
3: before doing that i just want to have to Example Mommy gave. A lot of things are being done based on the, what is happening in the environment right now. Uh, she mentioned in the last episode or thereabout, where the bad days are now. Weddings. weddings. I could remember just last well, last Friday there was a funeral I attended virtually. And as a matter of fact, I to coordinate virtually of someone we lost. And everybody connected from London, US, several people connected. And you could just imagine everyone coming into Nigeria for that uh, one year postmortem uh, anniversary. Uh, uh, so a lot of things are changing. The old ways, basically what the paradigm shift is saying, that the old ways of doing things are to be faced up. There are new ways of doing things now. And so the need for one to shift from those old ways to new things. And that is where the word also innovation, I think, also plays. New ways of doing old things. The new ways of communicating. Communication is still ongoing. But new ways of communicating and passing out information. Let's not stay on the stove page.
0: Okay. Okay, now, so paradigm shift is a major change in concept and practices. Something works, and what is accomplished therefrom. So paradigm shift, therefore, happens when a new technology is to do that radically alters the production process, and of course the outcome of that process. So, paradigm shift very often happens when new technology I've said that you know, some radical change uh, changes take place, even in sometimes some cosmetics. Now Mr B spoke about innovation, about creativity, all this in some way have to give leg to paradigm shift. Now, I want to share some light on the types of paradigm shift that exist. So, I think there are three main, in terms of when you begin to look uh, from a philosophical point of view, there are three main uh, main thoughts, you know, uh, that underlie, paradigm shift. So there what we call the positivism. Hmm? Then we then interpretivism uh, interpret- t- and then what we call the crickety- theory. So if I take positivism, it is a city that defines truth by only scientific or mathematical proof. So if you are talking of COVID, don't, it's not an issue in which you begin to what does science say about COVID. That's positivism. Okay, the interpretivism is this. It means you you you, you look at things based your on your own perspective. If you are a woman, if you are a feminist, the way you see the world is feminism. If you are a politician, the way you see COVID is from politics. Like we are seeing in America. So that is what we mean by interpretivism. The, the third one there has to do with what we call the critical theory. It is a reflective critique of society in, in order to reveal challenge to power structures. What do you mean? A critique. You just look at the way like Nigeria is governed. If you do a critical critique on how it is governed, what are the challenges, what are, what are the power structures, and all those things. You know, those are the things that actually define why people are now saying we need a, a new paradigm, we need a restructuring, we need, and that is actually coming out of critical theory of the commonwealth we call Nigeria. So, so from there, if you then were to do a research in all these three areas, whether you are taking a positivist approach, interpretive or critical theory, but when you now want to do a research, on this taking that on this uh, on this uh, you then look at what we call ontology epistemology methods and methods for those who are interested in a bit of an intellectual uh, you know dimension to this and um, epistemology you know is the philosophy of the study of nature that's the way it is ontology is a branch you know of philosophy it's about the existential process so those are things let me not go too detailed into this um you know the week and people can always see that uh, in the way in which we round up we look at paradigm you know you can on the philosophical point of view there are different ways of looking at that and so uh, i want to thank you for all of you who were a part of this uh, program today uh we are telling off at this point and I want to thank you so much Uh, should you have questions please you can send your questions to us any comment you can send a comment to us I have uh, an expert in leadership here uh, who can uh, can help you in this time of change uh, in time of complexity I have a communication expert security expert on my right who also can give you assistance in whatever way you need so that's why we are here and so once again we want to thank you for listening to the. And we hope you benefited from this. God bless you.
1: Communications Limited is a world-class marketing communications and branding consultancy firm located in Lagos State, Nigeria. We offer a wide array of consultancy and promotional services to corporate businesses and firms. Our services include Strategic Marketing Activities, Public Relations, Advertising, Social Media Management, Digital Marketing, Web Development, Brand Development, Marketing Activation, Strategic Branding, Market Intelligence Activities and Telecoms, ranging from CUG Management to Airtime Vending. Call Mindshare Communications today to help you achieve your goals. For further information, please contact Abiola on 0807-739-0974. Send a mail to info at MindshareLimited.com or visit our website at www.MindshareLimited.com Address 184A Kaduna Road Crystal Estate and fee Estate, Lagos.